Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, look. A Puerto Rico, Suave. Writer, direct, what is this? Jonathan Major's homoerotic, roided out bodybuilder drama magazine Dreams stuns Sundance. Oh, I wish Brandon was here. <laughs> Wait. I mean,. After weeks of ear-splitting buzz over Jonathan Major's Sundance drama magazine dreams, the dumbbells have finally dropped as a troubled yet still sympathetic aspiring bodybuilder. Major's dazzled Park City's Ecclesiastes Theater on Friday night, earning a standing ovation. Writer-director Elijah Bynum drove the narrative about Killian Maddox, a steroid-guzzling, socially inept loner who can't find success at his day job. He finds even less in personal relationships be with his roommate and ailing grandfather, a perky store clerk, Haley Bennett, who seems open for more than a relationship, or even a redemption offering sex worker, Taylor Page, who sees past his afflictions. There's a lot of homoeroticism in Killian's obsession with his body and those of other bodybuilders. Majors is frequently seen naked or wearing little more than skimpy underwear, ladies. What do you mean frequently? How frequently? The star power of Majors should attract buyers, but the film with Shades of Joker and Taxi Driver is a challenging watch. Oh, that's going to keep people from watching it? You didn't say that about Joker and Taxi Driver. Why all of a sudden does that make it challenge? Get the fuck out of here. There were, I mean, smattering of, there were a smattering of walkouts. Were there? Is it more homoerotic than just actual bodybuilding? Because it seems exactly. like just, he's admiring his body and the bodies of the people around them, which is what kind of happens when people start paying that close attention to their bodies. Or is it more than that? Is he hard? <laughs> like, what's how homoerotic are we talking about? Bynum said he came up with the idea for a character like Killian after a period when he returned to the gym looking to get back in shape. Mark, why don't you jump on for this? You know about this. What do you mean back in shape? He got out of shape? Looking to get back in shape. While there, he noticed a bodybuilder whose intensity made other people at the gym steer clear. Yeah. <laughs> we know we know a couple like that. <laughs> What <laughs> a peculiar way to move through the world where you're both feared and ignored at the same time. Well, is that's it, what they like. They like people to fear them and ignore them. I don't know if they like it, but or a film or it's a film, but he's basing it on going back to the gym to work out and noticing a, probably a bodybuilder and they're acting like a bodybuilder. And this no. is the thing. It's like they say they're ignoring you, but a lot of times, a lot of bodybuilders are just, they really focus on the mind-muscle connection, so they don't want to talk to nobody or even look in anybody's direction. They just are thinking about the, the reps. Well, here's a here's a, a picture from uh, yeah. guess, this movie. Yeah, I mean, that's standard, that's standard issue bodybuilder. Right. Checking out your the, body. 
he's kind of a middleweight, <laughs> you know, he'd be in this, they call it the small man division and the big man division. He'd probably be in the small man division, but that's, that's pretty standard. Yeah. Body. That's the thing. Bodybuilders. This is like a stereotype of like, Oh, they're all like looking in the mirror at the gym. But first of all, they're checking out their form, but yes, they are all the time. Also, <laughs> yes, also they they're admiring themselves. Like they get all pumped the up and they want to yeah. look at themselves. That's all the time. Yeah, put up with a lot of shit to spend that much time in the gym. You want to, you know, yeah. reward yourself by All maybe looking. Yeah, I saw uh, a thing where Shannon Sharp was working with a champion bodybuilder, and he was telling him, you know, in between sets, you gotta you gotta stand in front of the mirror and, and pose so you can your poses have to become second nature to you. Right, you shouldn't have to think about. It. So you gotta while you got your pump on, you stand there and you pose it up. Uh, Tamika said, "This is the new desktop background." <laughs> I mean, I don't blame so, there you. you go. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I can't say as I blame you. He doesn't look like heavy, like a heavyweight sized bodybuilder, though. What he looks like is just a really good athlete. I mean, how tall is he? That's the thing. I don't know how tall Jonathan Majors is. Uh, I guess I'll find out. Let me see. But yeah, my gym owner, he refuses to put a mirror in the gym. Really? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. If you got enough trainers, you don't need a mirror because there's always yeah, somebody there to tell you, about, tell you fix your form. He's about stop miring yourself in the mirror and work on your form. Yeah. And these days, I guess people just record themselves anyway. They just prop up their phone and record yeah. and watch watch it back later. Um, Jonathan Majors is 33 years old. Okay, I guess I'll <laughs> Google his height. Let's see what they say. Five eleven and a quarter. Really? Yeah, a quarter? That's too, that's too small for heavyweight. And how much does he weigh? Did they say? Um in that picture, he looked a good maybe 190. Yeah, this I don't know. This thing says 166. That's not right. No. I, you know, <laughs> no, that's not no. I'm Googling all these things. My search result, my my suggestions There's are her face. Hey, trash all week. I mean, um, I weigh 185 and he's bigger yeah. than yeah, yeah, 166 seems uh mm -hmm. seems like way off not even close yeah <laughs> maybe when he was younger and then yeah. here's some other this is a random website this one says he's five six <laughs> so who knows i don't think he's five six no he's no he would definitely be in the small man division which is it says five six one forty three, so it's it's the internet. That was Who a knows? long time. That was a long time ago. <laughs> well, he was like in he was like in five, eighth six, grade when he was five six one forty three. You know. Well, I'm interested. I'll go. I'll go see it. Seems interesting. He he hasn't missed in a lot of in any roles yet. So he's in a new Creed, right? The next Creed. Yeah, he's, he's the, the he's the opponent. antagonist. Creed and three. he got big. He got big for that. Real big. Yeah. Well, they're not heavyweights in Creed, right? They're they're like they're light heavyweights. Yeah, so they're not like two thirty or anything like that yeah. in Creed. There's only so much you can you can't make Michael B. Jordan look like a heavyweight. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. So yeah, Creed was on last night at like two in the morning on like TNT or something. Yeah. I had it on the background. He's a light heavyweight. One seventy-five. Forgotten about that movie. You can do that one seventy-five, but. To make him a heavyweight, heavyweights are like six, six, five, six, six now. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Y'all see any videos of the slap league? I've seen a few videos where, of the slap league. I saw one where this girl got the girl went down, and she went down, and then when she tried to get back up, she did a, a rollover. It's barbaric. I don't see how it's going to last. What channel is it on? I have no idea. Yeah, and also. 
they show you because these slap leagues have been around. Like if these yeah. videos have gone viral you know, with, in any of the stand states, like a lot of the stands and the yeah. and the Slavia and the Slavia states, Czechoslovakia, Yugoslavia, a lot of them states. Yeah, a lot of these big burly dudes, and yeah, you know they they slap each other back and forth a few times before someone either wins or or like gets knocked out. But all the clips that are coming out now with the the Dana White UFC thing. It just shows the knockout hit. So you, you don't really know like how many times they hit each other back and forth. There's one guy, that one clip of the guy with uh, the super swollen face. Yeah, it's um, ridiculous. It's oh, it like a pumpkin. Yeah. And so it looked I like he set his face off kilter after he got slapped. Yeah. Right. Uh, slap fighter. I guess that's what you call yourself. I'm a slap fighter. Horribly disfigured and championship winning bout. Did he win? Did he actually win this thing? So it's it's ridiculous. That's Dana. I don't see how long, I don't see how it lasts. This guy, all swollen right here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he made a. That's what he made a video. I guess like, hey guys, it's me. It's your boy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm fine. still alive. I'm good. Uh, maybe giving an interview or something. Lakita said disfigured in a slap fight. It's a brutal slap fight, though. Yeah. It's you 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 don't have you're not defending yourself. You're just standing there letting no, yourself you stand get there hit. You just take a shot. You don't oh, roll with the hard, hit. Hard, full on hit. Yeah, they don't even roll with the punches. They just get no. hit. You um, can't physically you can't you can't do this oh this is the one where it gets swollen like yeah this is it Lakita. you can't do this physically you can't, and sometimes you can't yeah there it goes take He's, shots like that and that's probably the probably like the eighth or ninth one of those he had at that right. point um and yeah some people just get knocked out because you know they, they get yeah. hit on the jaw and their head snaps you can't, take, and you can't take shots like that that's what they say it's not as brutal as boxing i'm like yeah it's 100 percent more brutal than boxing there's no defense happening there <laughs> there's, no, <laughs> there's, no, there's no you know what no the defense, defense is grit your teeth man be a be a man and stand yeah, there and get hit no defense happening they put they try to put things in their ear like so they don't pop their eardrum they try yeah. to wear mouthpieces to clench their jaw it don't matter you got to roll with the shot they just take it. Yeah, they don't roll at all. They roll on the ground after they fall. This there's a slap league in Romania. That makes sense. For whatever reason, Romania makes sense. Um all these things are from like Eastern Europe. And now Dana White is is cashing in. They're calling it a combat sport. I don't feel like it is. I don't know. It's not a combat, it's combat going on. Right. <laughs> what is no the combat? combat? It's not a combat sport. It's not a gladiator. It's not a gladiator sport. No, <laughs> it's not combat sport. There's no defense. Yeah, there's no defense. You're just we trading a, shots. It's we stupid. had an argument about that the other day. Uh, what constitutes a sport? Because we got into defense the of is gymnastics a sport? No, we've and, had this discussion on the podcast before. No, yeah, and I was like, no, no, it's not for the purposes of. College insurance, I will say yes, because right now, uh, gymnastics in colleges they don't give you insurance because you're not a sport. That's well, so, that's ridiculous. And they get, I mean, they get brutal injuries in gymnastics. Yeah, so I'm like, I need to be insuring 
these people. They're athletes, yes. Yeah, they're not competing in a sport. But they're not competing in a sport, but they're still ballet athletes. dancers are are elite level athletes, not competing in a sport. Right. And they're like, well, what constitutes sport? And I'm like, defense. Defense. Somebody actively trying to stop you yep. from doing what you're doing. That's a sport. That's a sport. Golf, not a sport. It's an activity. No defense. Yeah. I think there are some gray areas too. You gotta um, be able, you gotta, you gotta be able to somebody has to be using their skill to stop your skill. Well, look at let's say distance running or cycling. Not a right? sport. Well, well, hold okay. on. Let's, so let me, let's, I'm not talking about team cycling. I'm talking about yeah. distance running. Part of it is a strategy of I'm gonna push this person behind me early to make them fall off because I think I can outlast them. So I'm gonna set a pace that they can't keep up. That's defense. You can look I mean, at that as defense. I wouldn't call it defense. I would call it defense if I'm if as we're running, I run up next to you and I elbow you in your kidney. Well, that's I'd that's one that kind defense. of defense. I feel, but, I feel like it has to be an active defense. Or if I stand in front of you, but if I if I'm just in better shape than you and I run you into the ground, I don't look at that as defense. Well, I think, but that's but there's just strategy. you're just in better shape than me. But there's strategy there. Like it's, I'm not saying it's not strategy. I'm saying it's not defense. There's strategy that goes into a lot of things that that don't involve. I need your skill to stop my skill. Your physical skill combined with your brain knowledge to stop my skill. You're not stopping my skill. If you're just making me run hard, that's not stopping me. That's just no, but if says, I, like, I'm let's not say, as good a shape as you. No, I don't. I think it, it's not just who's in better shape. It's, it's if your style is a certain style and I want you to run a, a race that goes against your style to tire you out early when you typically have Again, reserves of energy. I'm not in as good a shape as you. I'm defending myself against your strategy. For whatever reason, I'm not in the shape you're in, whether that be, uh, a training thing, whether that be uh this is just not the way I, I operate, whatever. I'm not in the shape that you're in. You're able to do that thing. And I'm not able to do that thing. That's not your defense. That's just the way, that's just the way my body is. I can't keep up with you. That's well, but, but if I the other person, that. so you knowing that you just run at your pace, like, well, you can't keep up with me. So fuck him. I'll run. But if the, the other person's at the pace, they might do something that the other, the first person can't keep up with. You see what I'm saying? And, like, I, I, and this it's what I'm not saying. just, it goes, it goes but it's not ways. just who's in better shape. It's also who runs the better race. So right. right. You're, Again, I don't, but I don't look at that as you're defending yourself against their skill set. But I don't look at that. I don't look at it like that. It's okay. just run. <laughs> it's just run. By the way, I look at running as one of the purest competitions out there. It's just who can run further, who can run faster, or who can run further faster. It's always who can run faster. It's just what's the distance. That's all we're talking about. Right. It's just who can run, who can cover that distance faster. Well, that's pure competition. Yeah. Now, I if I can put my, if I can put my elbow on you as we're running or trip you, or if you get too close to me, I can punch you in your face or I can run after you and hold you down. Well, that, that take makes feet off me and then take off running. I feel know? like, I feel like this should be part of a pitch meeting to Dana White. It'll yeah, be right. full contact not a, running, not a sport, Greg competition, <laughs> not a sport. Competition, competition but not a sport. Not a sport. Competition, not a sport. Two different things. Because I've got one of my coaches, um, her name's Beth. <clears throat> she will definitely outrun me distance-wise. So that's not even a question. But I got her on a sprint. Yeah, but in a sprint. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I think also competition. Peters, I got her. Competition of sport might be different things. 
Yeah, like that. Yeah, because she'll just up the distance, and then now you're yeah. you're second place. But those things might be different things. But I think they're in the same universe. I think it's it's not like this is either so distinctly different from one another. They're not. I think I they're, they're different. I think there's a difference between sport and competition. Right. I I, competition. I I agree with that. I'm just saying they're in the same universe. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like they're because not so far apart from each other. They're of pure competition because they're far better competition than um, figure skating. Ask Surya Monali how how fair the fig competition is in big figure skating ask her about that yeah you it's know. very competitive i mean all those things or, are, when you get the high gymnastics. levels no i think it's competitive but it's not all it takes is for a judge to decide i don't like the way you look and that's it you don't right. win that's all it takes as opposed to your speed skating is like well can you cover that distance faster than me well, speed skating has it? defense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the some, short track of, some of them they do, like they get in each other's way. Like, like a gray area for me, the one gray area for me is like sports like that. Like um cycling does that too. Cycling and um car racing, like not drag racing. That's that's a sprint. Yeah, I'm talking about a car race where I can put my car in between your car. And I can slow you down. I can use my car to to, I to can run you up ball. into the wall. Yeah. I can get you. I can get in front of you. I can bump you from the back. I can and then your teammate the pulls ahead. Yeah, I can do all that shit. So that or 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 uh, uh, team team bicycle riding, you know, where I can get in front of you, you know. But if I'm if you're just skiing down a hill and you're just going, who can get down this hill faster? There's no sport there. That's competition. Yeah. Can I get down this? Can I get down this hill faster than you? That's a pure competition without fucking myself up. <laughs> you know. What about battle bots? When I was bat when I was powerlifting. I mean, they fight. That's a <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, lifting. I mean, yeah, the lifting things are competitions. You can't yeah, it's competition. It's you can't lean on the bar while someone yeah, else is trying to lift. It's like golf. Golf's so, not a sport. You know, it's, it's a competition. You're competing against yourself. Anything. You know, I guess there's something to be said of the, well, the guy you're golfing against is mentally wearing you down, I suppose, but. Well, that guy can put pressure on you. A guy like Tiger Woods, when he was at his peak, that shit didn't bother him. No, he put pressure on other people. (laughs) Yeah, you're great. Whatever. He would make shots that put pressure that caused them to have to make shots that they weren't capable. But that's, that's, that's you. That's not me standing in front i can't even say anything to you like man you you fucking suck tiger. i can't even say that i can't yeah i wonder <laughs> if they, i've never heard about is there like under your breath trash talking in golf or they just kind of like whisper some shit like probably you ain't shit man you ain't no, shit people are like, Check us. <laughs> probably <laughs> probably but i mean they they work by these weird codes that were designed by racist white men so who knows yeah maybe the trash talk is just like yeah nice shot man like it's real yeah. benign yeah Shit like that. You know, I did see one where um, that Spanish golfer liked to spin in the cups. I'm like, you are a nasty motherfucker. You spit know in the cup? Yeah. He was yeah, so when you have cup. to go retrieve your ball. You got, yeah. Still <laughs> spitting your ball. I'm like, I'm going to knock you out, man. <laughs> you nasty fuck. <laughs> Why was um, he doing that? Just to be an asshole. That's Sergio Garcia that did that? Sergio Garcia would do that. That's probably a video of him doing it, nasty fuck. Vic Buckus used to do that when he played football. Yeah, he would spit on his hand. And the offensive line would line up, and he was on defense. He would and spit on the uh, lineman's hand. Yeah. Can't move. Yeah. So 
do you know how do you know how I would try to kill that man? I'm not going to play anymore. You're going to have to take me out of this game because I'm going to try to kill. That to me is the vilest of the vilest shit. Piss spitting on somebody. Yeah, we fighting. <laughs> we we fighting because you think the shit is funny. Okay. I think Sergio Garcia. I think he might have gotten fined. He did it once at the Open Championship, and he. I think he got fined for that spitting thing. Yeah, yeah. You gotta find him a lot. <laughs> or he was gonna get. Fi- I'm trying to find like the all these articles are from years ago. Oh seven. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Golf. Who knows? I mean, it's it's a whole culture. I guess slap league is a whole culture too, because those are probably cut from a different cloth. Those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see something like that lasting. It's fucking barbaric. That's some late night YouTube shit. That's not some shit. I want to say I saw on one of the obscure ESPNs one late night, some country in Africa where the guys would climb up a pole and just dive into the ground. And it was some kind of competition. Raphael? You got anything? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> you, you got, you got correspondent Raphael. <laughs> oh, the slap league is getting um, trashed by critics. I guess critics of TV critics, sports. Well, critics. they'll just say that's people being politically correct and bullshit like that. Uh, some, yeah, someone said it's a it's the quote. What's next? Who can survive a stabbing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Keith. Pile driving. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's the slap league is like an episode of Jackass. It's just let's just fuck each other up, you know. Well, Greg is saying it's the game that was played, surviving the game. We talking about surviving the game with Ice T, because that was just hunting where your opponent could hunt you back. That's all that was. <laughs> and which, by the way, I would call that a sport. <laughs> I would call that a sport. Huh. Well, it was something, I don't know if it was like them climbing a pole or whatever. And I think I remember their feet being tied together. But it was basically, they would just... like early bungee jumping. They would jump off a platform just into the ground and die. I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? I don't know when you saw this. I was like, are <laughs> high right now? Because what the heck is, there's got to be footage of it out there somewhere. There's a uh, Polish slap fighter who died in 2021. I believe it. Um, be more too, watch. Actually, it was, had... like, it was like dirt, like desert sand, dirt. Arthur Walczyk was knocked down four times and suffered a cerebral hemorrhage yep. at a punch-down event in uh, Roklaw, Poland. The 46-year-old was taken... Punch-down sounds different. What's a punch-down event? I don't know, but it's just, I think it's slap fighting. Was this what they called it? 46-year-old was taken to the hospital and placed in a medically induced coma and ultimately died in November for multiple organ failure. He's a big dude, or he was. Look at this picture, too. Arthur Walczyk. He went by he went by the nickname Bad Boy. It's going to happen again, too. Yeah. He 
Yeah, I don't. I, I yeah, I, I don't think I could watch that. It just also seems kind of boring. Yeah, it's just people slapping the shit out of each other. The girl going down was pretty funny. Oh yeah, they have women slappers too. Lady slappers. Give it up for the lady slappers, everybody. Yeah, I'm slapping the shit out of each other. Yeah, this girl slapped this girl. The girl just went down. I don't know if that was from <laughs> Slap League or something else, but I think the whole concept of it is super. Dana White's a fucking Neanderthal. So it's called Power Slap. What are you going to do? Yeah, I think that was from Power Slap because if someone put a, a tweet up with like a compilation of the knockouts yeah. and it was like all four or five of them and she was one of them and by the way before y'all if any of you are sitting here thinking about the sport thing and somebody somebody threw cheerleading at me one time it's a sport but it's not a sport but i'm not saying that cheerleaders aren't athletes don't don't misunderstand that's what you that's what she's like that's what you're hearing me say i'm not saying that i'm saying what they do is not a sport <laughs> okay there are a lot of, a lot of high level olympic level athletes competing in things that are not if you walmart you know look at them as athletes you know, and with everyday low prices, what is that? What is that? A little less. Oh, Whose mic is there? on? I think that was Mark. Was that a, like, like a Walmart? Um, any South Pacific Islander? What the fuck is happening? I'm sorry, I was uh, <laughs> I was looking up this thing. It's called land diving. Okay, yeah, Greg just put a link in the chat too. Land I looked diving. it up on YouTube, and it's okay. South Pacific. Yeah. Just diving into the ground. What the fuck? Like, what, what is going on? Why would you do that? What's? Do you get a medal at the end? Do you get a prize? Do you get money? But it's a sport, and they're trying to compete. <laughs> I just love competition. <laughs> diving into the land, you name it. And I'm like, <laughs> jumping off things, landing on things. That's just show I just a video love it, of man. it. Where's the video? Show me, show me something of it. Land divers, National Geographic. Well, first okay, of all, whenever you see that National Geographic square, <laughs> back in the oh, day, I've you seen see this. Some, you would see some titties. I've seen this. They have like you think, oh, this is a bungee jump because they have like a cord tied to their leg. Right. It's not a bungee jump. Yeah. <laughs> they let oh, that gonna... baby do this. They let that baby do this. Oh my god. Okay. That, well, they didn't show it. They're not. They don't want to show it. They didn't show the people. I guess it kind of breaks your fall a little bit, that thing tied to your leg, but. Okay. Look, they don't want to show it to us. Yeah, this is. <laughs> they don't want to show us the impact. They don't show it. I mean, I don't know if they showed that one. Okay, so it does slow them down. But I've definitely seen these videos where people like just hit the dirt. You know, the other thing, it's not a bungee cord, so it doesn't like. Yeah, um, yeah there's no recoil. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's, that's... All right. Yeah, man. We I just guess love... Mark wasn't high. He saw it. Love competing, man. We're just out there competing. <laughs> just love competing. Yeah. I, mostly, I like the falling part. The landing part, I would think we could improve upon, but. Got to go higher. There's always one maniac. Got to go higher, man. Yeah. I can do it. I can break the record. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Uh, I, well, I thought when Mark's computer said Walmart, I thought it was uh, he was looking up pink sauce. Yeah, pink uh, sauce. Pink, pink sauce. sauce. Pink sauce has gone legitimate, y'all. Y'all can believe that shit. Pink sauce is available at Walmart 
And on the website, you can order pink sauce from Walmart to have it shipped to your house. The woman made like a, she put up a video of her in Walmart. TikTok sensation pink sauce now available at Walmart. And I think the recipe has slightly changed. It's, it's, um, she got like a real, like a food distributor. Cause remember originally it was like, oh, we're, we're working on the FDA approval. That's what she was saying back when she was selling it to people. <clears throat> and she has a, um, yeah, I think that's one of her original videos. It's now vegan. If, if that, if that's Disgusting. important to people. I'm not eating something you can't tell me what's in it. Yeah, you can't tell me what's in it. I'm not eating that shit. I know that the ingredients are available now because it's, it's a legit product. Um, It's basically, I, I looked it up. It's basically dragon fruit is what gives it the pink look. Yeah. And, it's like sweet ranch dressing. Dragon fruit and it's dragon fruit and ranch dressing. <laughs> it's sweet ranch is what it is. Right. Although ranch might have dairy. It's it's a sweet. <laughs> Seven ounces, for 13 ounces. I uh, I looked this up last week when the first story first came out. It had 3.8 stars at the time. Now it's 2.4. That's going down. <laughs> it's That's going down. Good. Show me the ingredients. Let me see. It's one of these. Dragon fruit, Dragon fruit puree. puree. Canola oil, coconut cream, water, sugar, distilled white vinegar, garlic, Mondex, and ranch flavor. Hmm. It's ranch flavor and sweet things. <laughs> Ranch sure, flavoring with benzene, potassium, sorbite, citric acid, and calcium. Huh. That's just ranch powder. It's ranch dressing with sugar, coconut cream, and dragon fruit, fruit puree. Right. Coconut oil. That would explain the cream. dots in it. That's the dragon fruit. That's the season of dragon fruit. Yeah. It's got like a little texture to it, maybe. I'm supposed to dip my chicken in this? No, I'm yeah. good. No, thank you. Yeah. Dip your chicken in it. Just like that. It looks appealing, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, a lot of negative reviews. <laughs> Disappointed reviews. Remember, she was selling hopes. this. I had, re I really had high hopes to love this sauce. First of all, why? <laughs> what made you have high hopes? All the horror stories. Pink I am sauce. not a fan of this sauce. Why did you buy it? <laughs> I am not picky about what I eat, but you're eating pink sauce. I'm picky about what I eat. Well, it's as seen on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> Remember, she the was best thing we tried it on was fried chicken fingers. I bet. Well, you can put sauce on any type of chicken finger. Eight out of ten people did not like it. What a shock! <laughs> Too tangy. Has a strong vinaigrette taste. I like vinaigrette. The kids thought it was super disgusting because they were expecting Pepto Bismol. I mean. You got to remember when she first put this stuff on on Instagram, she was asking twenty bucks a bottle. People right. were sending her twenty bucks for pink sauce, and that was before it had a label. It was like leaking out of the bottles. It was rough, and then now she's gone. It's the recipe has slightly changed. This is the video she. I got to win in every facet of life. That's what winning is. That's our natural odor. We don't even lose cologne, baby. We are winning. We smell like winning around here. Yo, when you saw us on the. She's just she's Coach dressed Prime, in all pink. Huh? Really. Dressed in all pink, picking up pink. I, when I first saw this video, I was like, oh, she went into Walmart and put pink sauce on the shelf to act like she's buying it from Walmart. But it turns out it's actually real. In the practice field, you could feel that you shook the hand of a winner. You felt that. I'm going to win. But not only win, I'm going to dominate. I don't know if it's dominating. <laughs> I mean, she's 
It's on the shelf at Walmart. There's a lot of probably great value products that are better than pink sauce. If you ain't making the target. You ain't. Are you really real? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't. I, I haven't looked at Target. I could see if you can find it maybe on Amazon. Probably some bootleg shit. But they do have like a real distributor behind them, like a real company. Well, if they got it in the Target. Somebody will buy it. Yeah, I mean, so far, as Ashley was saying, I'm not mad at her, but I ain't going to buy it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> right. Good for you, but uh, no, I ain't buying I'm it. not buying it. But not for me. No. Um, on August 2nd, 2022, the FDA began to review the sauce. Prior, on July 26th, the creator was quoted saying, the F-fucking-D-A federal came to my business yesterday. I am 100% compliant. I'm abiding yeah, with the you're FDA. You're goddamn right they did, Miss Libertarian. That's what they do. <laughs> I'm not in trouble. I'm not going to jail. You know, out here poisoning people. And I guess, uh, I don't know what happened next, but the FDA must have been okay with it. And they changed the recipe anyway. She received no fines or litigation. Remember the original pink sauce, like the even like the serving size was all fucked up and the calories per serving, like it, none of it made sense. So at least now it makes sense. It's just probably not that good. Yeah. I don't know what dragon fruit tastes like anyway. I've never wanted to eat it. I see it in the store. I'm like, I'm eating that shit. Yeah, that needs to go on some chicken. I didn't see. <laughs> you know, this dragon fruit needs chicken. Yeah. What was the sugar content on that? Uh, hold on, let me pull it up. Sugar content. Okay, so one serving is two tablespoons. Three grams of sugar, which includes two grams of added sugar. So you're telling me that dragon fruit has one gram of sugar? <laughs> well, I, I don't know how much. How much? I mean, it is the number one ingredient. I'm pretty sure it has more than one gram of sugar. Uh, f- for, well, for two tablespoons, though, that's not much. <laughs> Although it does have nine grams of fat for two tablespoons. Sounds like ranch dressing. But the thing is total grams of sugar, which means the entire bottle. Oh, yeah. It's 12 servings per container. Per serving, it's three grams of sugar, two grams of added, two grams of that being added. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, if I'm at Walmart, maybe I'll pick some up. But Don't do that, Andy. Just for the experiment, just to spice up the group chat a little bit. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> just to... maybe we can convince maybe Mike we can... B to do it, though. I was like, maybe we can get Mike B to do it. He does like sugar. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, I'm just out here testing my digestive system, see how strong it is. Yeah. We get any emails before we talk about uh, Ed Reed? Because that, some... that Coach Prime video got me thinking about that. We didn't actually do comments last week. So we have a couple right. from last let's week. Do a too. couple. Uh, let's see. So the ones from, oh, we don't have that many. We got the ones from last week. Olivia said, uh, the young lady that founded Kin Apparel, which is Mike B's new uh, favorite company, was originally a natural hair guru on YouTube. Naturally, Philo was her channel, P H I L O. I've been following her for years and I'm so glad to see her garnering the attention she deserves. Her brand is definitely the most expansive as as far as variety of products. If you're looking for more satin-lined goodies, I can recommend an older brand that carries a wide variety of head apparel and silk pillowcases by a woman named Grace Elaye, E-L-E-Y-A-E, Elaye. You can get her, you can get dad hats for men and even open caps for people with dreads or braids. Anywho, so very glad to hear your voices again and all the best in 2023. P.S., 
Silk pillowcases are great for your skin too. So if you feel left out, you can always get a pair for you and your wife, Andy. All right, I'll see what, what goes on there. Um, if they're th- that good, it'll just be a, the cats are just going to camp out on them and we'll never get to use them. Um, we got a comment from Raphael. Now that 3GO is back with no World Cup to distract, international correspondence is back. First, I bring to you proof of why Putin's boys aren't interested in fighting. He sent us an Instagram uh, of a guy eating with a bear. What the oh, fuck God. is that? Where do you find this shit, Raphael? Hold on a second. Where do you, like, what What YouTube channels or who do you follow on Instagram to find this shit? Just put in Russia bear. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. This guy is just having a meal with a bear. They all have cheesy music. <laughs> they all have cheesy music. So uh, Raphael says, second, I present the prequel to Shaolin Soccer in the Multiverse. I think Randolph would appreciate this one. Maybe Brunch Mike B. Um, this is a tweet. And again, Raphael follows some unorthodox channels on the internet. Why is the music so loud? Well, we got to rewind this. What are they playing? They're playing soccer. These guys are just getting into a fight. Oh, I've seen this. Oh, <laughs> God, man. He just came in. All right, so two players are fighting, op- opposing players, and then one of the guys, one of the teammates comes in with a flying oh. drop kick. God damn. I've always wanted to just kick somebody like that, just come running full speed. <laughs> <laughs> two feet to the chest. Uh, Raphael says, are you trying to raise a daughter? Sons, non-binary too. This is for you. And another tweet. Um, I want to see Raphael's bookmarks. (laughs) (laughs) What is is the shit he doesn't show us? (laughs) I (laughs) Oh, I know them. The the, the, the Khabib. The Cabs family. The Cabs, yeah. He's got this little girl. She's been in videos for years with them. Yeah. This is when she was one. Now she's going to be six. She tells him, Daddy, turn the song. She'll shush him. One of them, she was singing a Selena song. Yeah. <laughs> she knows to do audition songs? Yeah. That's about as many words as I know for that song. That's the Selena one. (laughs) You know the song. She's got a whole personality at like six yeah, years old, yeah. or in this case, probably at four years she was old. A baby, then she's a baby, baby. A long time ago, daddy, I missed some like room music. 
She's even got a little rasp in her voice. Can, <laughs> how do you have that much control over your voice at that age? Hold on. <laughs> what is she doing? You got to put her with a little drummer girl. Yeah, Nandi Bushnell, I think. Nandi, yeah. Hopefully they're getting paid off this shit. I hope so. It's got two million views. This this yeah. particular video. I well, I mean, so. they're uh, they're uh, same birthday as you, Mark. Their Twitter handle is uh, verified, so they yeah. probably are monetizing a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, James left a comment last week. Happy holidays, Saint Randolph. In this draw of your draw of your father's, was there any Crown Royal bags by chance? He doesn't really drink Crown. <laughs> He never really, he never really drank around. You know, he used to drink a lot with Seagram's when we were young. Then he stopped drinking for years. Now he's kind of found his way back to drinking, sort of. He does drink Crown. I think about it. He do He drank Crown back in the day, but yeah, but not, not like not like that though. Yeah, yeah. To have a shit ton of Crown bags just around the house. No, <laughs> just laying around. Yeah, where am I? I had two down here. And it... Rob left a comment. Wife of mine did something to him. Y'all took me back with the cologne talk. Snoop was on that cool water. Everyone was on that yeah. polo. Rohan, kids, sent, Rohan sent me a picture of his CK1. Ah, <laughs> uh, CK. You know what we didn't talk about was also Eternity from Calvin Klein. That was if you if you got if you graduated past the session, you got to yeah. Eternity. I had some. I it 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 was a little bit too light for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, Rob says as, as kids we were on that Drakkar. Yeah, <laughs> you got to say it like that, Drakkar. That was cousin Troy. Drakkar Noir. He was a Drakkar guy. A couple other popular clones from the nineties and early two thousands. Fahrenheit. I don't remember that one. I remember it, Fahrenheit. Izzy Miyaki. I remember Izzy Miyaki. Curve. I remember Curve. I people remember had curve. that. I remember that one. But the thing about putting it in your hand was that everybody smells it after a handshake. No bueno. I used to spray down on my torso or use Mike's walkthrough method. The walkthrough. Make a little cloud. I guess, yeah, that, that's the cloud. I just some clones are stronger than others. You got to make sure you don't overdo it. But uh Brooklyn Shoe Babe says, LMAO, I was just walking through pissness. I'm just walking through pissness. This NYC summed up in five words. Piss missed. Piss missed. You're so right, Randolph. If you live in NYC, you have to love it. There is no in-between. Nope. <laughs> Kyle left a comment. I mostly go on YouTube to watch videos about cars, cats, and anime. Once I started listening on YouTube, started listening, I think, to this podcast on YouTube. Get this. Once I started listening on YouTube, Hotep content started to show up on my front page. Oh, no. <laughs> At least show me the Asian American equivalent. That bullshit does exist, by the way. I want to see Asian American Hotep. Uh, is it because Randolph keeps talking about the weather machines or did I search for Mink Glide <laughs> one too many times? Machine. You know what? You can create a new YouTube profile Choose under your weather machine. See, you're fucking it up for everybody. <laughs> Our videos on YouTube are, um, they're unlisted. So you can't find them unless you have the link, basically. So I don't know what they would recommend. I don't know how they would recommend it. They, they just like look at our closed captioning and decide that we're hoteps. <laughs> and what is an Asian American hotep? I, we was emperors, as Emil is saying. We was emperors. <laughs> <laughs> we was emperors. Um. I'm going to, maybe I'll do this. I'll create a new YouTube profile because you can create another login under your channel's name just yeah. to watch videos with. 
And I'm only going to watch three guys on and black out tips. The juice of the machine. And I'm going to see what happens to my suggestions. Maybe I'll Carrie, just do one. Carrie's do doing it. a deep cut. He's got, he mentioned Jupe in the chat room. Jupe. Jupe seemed like it was just here for like a summer, but everybody was wearing it. <laughs> Jupe. Like, CK1. Like it went away after a summer. <laughs> Eternity. Yeah. I think one of the ones that when I was Googling it, when we were talking about it, one of the ones that popped up was Jovan Musk. I saw, I can't yeah. remember the name of that one. I, I tried to stay away from things that had Musk in the title. Jovan Musk. That's why, that's why the line in Anchorman, it's time to musk up, is the greatest line to me. <laughs> 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 time to musk up. <laughs> that's such a good line. I mean, musk can smell good. You just, it's, it can be a little much. Musk up. <laughs> musk up, guys. Time to musk up. Greg said he still wears jupe every now and then. Where are you getting it? <laughs> CVS? CVS. I'm probably like CVS, yeah. I suppose. The Snickers. The Snickers even still around? Is what? Trying to push, trying to push up our hotel views. The Jews have wore the machine. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But, but, but no one's going to be suggested our podcast because <laughs> it's not listed. Like, Oh, ah, okay. You, but you're watching our podcast, and then their YouTube is like, "Oh, you like that weather machine content?" Like that's what's going on. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna experiment with that. And then our final comment was from Raphael. Uh, fresh report that Rod and Karen will appreciate. Uh, they're not here, but we'll look it up. This is another Instagram link that we got. I want to pull it. I don't. I didn't check this one earlier. So, um. DW Euromax is the account. It's not illegal to call your kid Kevin in Germany, but Kevins do have a reputation here. We need to talk about Kevin. While Kevin's a totally normal name in the US, in Germany, so-called trendy, exotic-sounding names are sometimes associated with lower social class and bad behavior. Kevin is a trendy name? Call this phenomenon. Yeah, I guess in Germany. Kevinism. Or Kevin's. One researcher said that the stereotype might be to do with oh, y'all gave the world Adolf. You don't got no, you don't got no room to talk about names. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think Adolf is just phased out completely. There's no yeah, Adolf. y'all gave the world that. What do you think? Which makes him stereotypes. Is there a name like Kevin in your country? I don't even know. Is there a name like Kevin that denotes lower class in our country? It's not illegal to call your kid Kevin in Germany, but Kevins do have a reputation here. We need to talk about Kevin. While Kevin's a totally normal name in the US, in Germany, so-called trendy, exotic-sounding names are sometimes associated with... Why would with Kevin be trendy or exotic sound? I don't know. Maybe it's... Is there like a Karen situation, but they call him Kevins? Is that what's going on? Because Karen is, is starting to lose some luster these days. You can't name your kid Karen now. Well, blame the Karens. You can't have a baby and name it Karen anymore class and bad behavior in fact germans so kevin is associated with lower class and bad behavior sociologists call this phenomenon kevinism or kevin one researcher said that the stereotype might be to do with the surge of kevin popularity amongst eastern germans in the 90s which mixed in with other stereotypes about the east is there a name like kevin in your fucking east germany ruined it for everybody yeah because it's east germany that's why is some guy named Kevin fuck it all up? Is there some like horrible person, a serial killer named Kevin or something in Germany? I yeah, I know, I've never heard of this. Emil said, What about Jeff? Knowing, the G? I don't ever call ever knowing a German Kevin, but yeah, Jeff, it's not something G? I was looking, it's not something I was looking for either. So, 
I am somewhat suspicious of Jeff's with a G. Unless it's the Toys R Us guy, Jeffrey. That's different. Talisa said there's a movie called We Need to Talk About Kevin. He was a killer kid, I think. Yeah, we need to get some German people on here to talk about that. I've never heard that before. I guess there's probably names in this country that are associated with lower class. I mean, Nicole jumped off, and she's in Germany, so. Uh, Okay. I mean, if you name your kid Cletus, no one's going to expect Cletus to be a winner. The backyard yokel? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Cletus, the backyard yokel. What's going on over here? (laughs) Hey, y'all. I mean, Vernon. Vern? Vernon? Yeah, there's maybe a few, but I don't. Kyle's or Dicks. Keith said Kyle's or Dicks. <laughs> really? Kyle's? Yeah, Keith, Keith, Keith Blair put that one in. Keith. Yeah. Keith might have a, his own personal story about a guy named Kyle. Dominic yeah, we know a Chad. Chad. <laughs> Is Chad in the chat? <laughs> You'll say there's a Chet. Oh, yeah. I never Chad even, Hanks. I never really knew a Chet. And the only I Chets Chet. I knew were Chet in, um, Weird Science, he was an asshole. <laughs> and Chet Hanks. And I Chet can Chet. be Chester. Chet Jimbrowski. I think Chet there. Hanks might be Chester, actually. He always smelled like pee. <laughs> <laughs> he was a pee-pee kid? That's, that's yeah. a shame. Letters at Franks are too sketchy, but uh, not Frankie French. That's different. Yeah, that's different. Chad's different when you're a girl. I'm glad I got a regular name. Yeah, it's probably names, definitely different when you're a girl. Some names you can't go wrong with. They're just, they're just neutral. Most names are neutral, I would guess. <laughs> Those are all the comments, by the way. If you want to comment, you can go. go to Patreon, leave a comment. You can email us. And um, that's three guys on a Gmail. And we do occasionally look at our Twitter feed, our mentions. We got some tweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have mentioned, uh, I think, Dominique. Ezra Tweeted. Ezra sounds like a coal miner from the, from the, from the late 1800s. <laughs> that guy mines coal. Ezra has stories, but he never he doesn't <laughs> yeah. like to talk about it. Dominic said, "Thinking about getting a smaller air fryer. Just don't use the big machine, and it takes up so much counter space." Let's discuss on three guys on. If you can find one, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's, it's I was particularly particularly Dom. You're you know. Not just throwing any shade, but you know, you're a one you're a one woman show. So why do you need a big one? I have a small one. That's just it's just me. All you need is a small one. Yeah. Maybe for two people, enough to, enough where you can you can make two meals. You don't need one with the nothing real big. So yeah. I thought about um changing mine out just because I'm tired of it. I don't know yeah. why. I don't use the rotisserie anymore. I used to use it sometimes. I haven't used it forever. Yeah, I haven't used rotisserie in years. Ours is also down here in our in our overflow closet. So usually okay. I have to take it up the stairs, plug it in, then I'm gonna clean it, I take it back downstairs. Not that it's a big deal, but but they had one at Kohl's of all places that right. has it's it's the drawer type, you know, like it's not the but it had a window on it. Because yeah. that's the whole thing. I wanted a window. So I might go back and buy that one of these days. It's on the small side too, which it's good for me because I don't cook that much. I might no. use mine tomorrow. And I was sitting there thinking about it. I I like the bigger one because I food prep. Yeah. Food yeah. Prep, I'm able to cook a lot of food at once. And it's it's crazy because I don't have a lot of counter space. And so I'll uh I'll have my Instapot, I'll have the air fryer, 
and uh, what other, you know, newfangled utensil out there. And if I have all of them going at once, I will shut down this whole building's electricity. (laughs) (laughs) I've done it before. Yeah. Bowling all kinds of fuses. Everybody coming out of their apartments like, what the hell? (laughs) Are you prepping again? Damn it. <laughs> yeah, the rotisserie on mine. I've never done a rotisserie chicken. I think it's just you go to Costco, get one for five bucks. Yeah, like get one. You don't have to. You don't. Have, and you don't have to trust it. Yeah, you don't have to trust it. Clean afterwards. But I have used the rotisserie for pork loins, which are good. But again, it's it's a lot. It's a fair amount of effort. I don't really do it that often. I haven't done it in a long time. Cornish hens. I like to do Cornish hens on a rotisserie. Cornish. Yeah. That way, it's not a whole big ass chicken. Yeah. And normally they sell them in two packs. So I, I keep one in the freezer and I defrost one and then just cook them one at a time and then mm-hmm. just flavor it how I want to flavor it. Yeah. Cook them in an air fryer? Yeah. On the rotisserie. Huh. Yeah. yeah. See, now I got maybe, now maybe I will go maybe do something. I'll do Cornish game hens in the air fryer tomorrow, but just sit them on the rack. You can do that too. Yeah. You start them bottom breast side down and then flip them halfway through. And then we did get a tweet um, from great uncle Bob U S foods is a company that that's alleging that Turkey leg hut failed to pay them for products. Yeah. Me and me and Rohan were talking about that this morning. Since I walked in, he was like, did you hear about your boys? Turkey hut million dollar lawsuit. Yeah. As it pay pay your bills, man. You gonna fuck up this good money? Well, first of all, Turkey Leg Hut. Your bills. They responded, I believe, on Instagram. Uh, they, we paid our bills. I'm like, there's receipts, man. Either you paid or you didn't. So Turkey Leg Hut is being sued for nearly 1.3 million, but the original debt was 85,000. Okay. And this is, I guess, like uh, fees that are associated so for with fees it. and damages. Turkey Leg Hut, a restaurant that has grown to be wildly popular. Fans in Houston is being sued by U.S. Foods, Inc., which I think is just like a food distributor or something. According to the lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court, actually, let's the news guy say. Now being sued by U.S. Foods for more than $1 million. The restaurant owner, Nikia Price, is being sued for an outstanding debt owed. We're told the lawsuit mentions an unpaid balance of more than 85000 bucks. TLH failed to pay U.S. Foods the balance and interest that added up to $1.3 million which is what U.S. Foods is asking for on this lawsuit. Well, we reached out to the owners for comment on the suit, but we have not yet heard back. They wouldn't come out of the bathroom. Right. Sounded like stuff was going on in there. It was a little loud in that bathroom. Uh, I think they, I don't know if they've responded on Instagram. They responded somewhere, I think, just saying things aren't what they seem. And <laughs> keep Will Smith's name out your mouth. <laughs> well, it's not mouth, it's mouth. Right. M-O-U-F. The lawsuit alleges it all began in September 2020 when U.S. Foods said it supplied produce, other non-PACA foods, and food-related products and services in exchange for Turkey Leg Hut's timely payments of invoices. Uh, PACA is an acronym for Perishable Agricultural Commodities Act, Fruit and Vegetable Industry, etc. U.S. Department of Agriculture says that PACA products businesses dealing with fresh and frozen fruits and vegetables by establishing and enforcing a code of fair business practices and by helping companies Basically, they say they didn't pay the bill. Lawsuit states Turkey Leg Hut also agreed to pay 1.5% interest per month on any payment past due until collected. 
adding that from May 2020 to September 2022, the restaurant ordered produce from U.S. Foods. The company said it sold, shipped, and delivered. Despite uh, submitting invoices for payments, U.S. Foods is accusing Turkey Leg Hut of failing to pay $85,000 for the produce. And it's the interest and fees that go from $85,000 over a million. That seems like that seems excessive <laughs> for the interest to go from $85,000. I don't have any sympathy for this. Pay your bills. I mean, it depends on what the contract said, though. Like, it seems was... like they would have gotten invoices for the for like a year straight. They would have been ignoring. Like, is that because they have maybe not been getting the bills? There's a paper trail somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> because the they're they're going to have a record of having billed them, and maybe the, at some point you start calling too. Like, hey, uh, hey, this is. This is uh, Kevin from uh, uh, yeah. from U.S. Foods, and uh, just check in and see if you got yeah, that last invoice. Non payment here and some of our stuff. Uh, is there anything? I happening? mean, the 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 numbers are very specific, so that means there's a paper trail somewhere. Yeah, yeah, they got it down to the dollar. It's not just like a, a round up number. Yeah, it's eighty five thousand one hundred and six dollars and seventeen cents. <laughs> right, right. Just checking to see that if you got our last came, That invoice. number came out of a ledger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Are you guys, uh, is there a payment uh, forthcoming or? So how do you want to handle that today? Yeah. <laughs> we could certainly work with you to make up a payment plan. Hello? Hello? <laughs> uh, Carrie said, if you've seen their car collection, you wouldn't have any sympathy for them. <laughs> they got a car collection. They got like all kinds of crazy shit. I mean, certainly Hut is probably bringing in a ton of money unless they're really bad at like managing their money. They could be bad at managing because I've, I've remember that restaurant we used to go to ran off when you were here, uh, mm-hmm. the barbecue joint with all the, uh, whiskeys and bourbons. Oh yeah. 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 Friedman's. Yeah. As much business as they did, the owner ran that place into the ground and ended up having to sell the building ridiculous um, that shit went back to the civil war <laughs> and, and he had to uh fire Black establishment back to the civil war hence the name freedmen's freedmen's that's where all the freedmen would come <laughs> to hang out um that's where they would have job like job fairs um services uh just whatever that's where all the freedmen in austin would go to you know commune That's and women fucking ridiculous but uh yeah in the yeah. ground huh? ended up owing all his employees money that he still hasn't paid them jesus christ <laughs> and i'm like all the money all the money i know i put in there see, see this yeah. is what happens you get a business with black men see <laughs> no the owner wasn't black of course not that's what happens <laughs> you get a business with white people <laughs> yeah, it, it works either white. way fuck around <laughs> negotiated with the white man <laughs> Turkey Leg Hut's owner released a statement. Turkey Leg Hut was not aware of a pending lawsuit until we were contacted by the media Thursday afternoon. From what we can see, this is not adding up right. and now cannot comment lie. further on the pending litigation. That's a, math, that's a lie. The by math the time you get massive. to litigation, they've contacted you. Well, I believe they're going to go to court and say, Your Honor, the math is not mathing. Because that's yeah. what they're saying. <laughs> I think they're going to try that. Their statement ends. The math is not math. And so, I mean, I agree the math is a little weird that you got an $85,000 debt that's now a $1.288 million debt. Yeah. See, look how specific that number is. $1,200,000. <laughs> hey, I, I got a tweet from Tony Dungy. 
12 cents. 12 cents. Yeah, they got it down to the penny for how much they owe. I got a tweet from Tony Dungy three hours ago. Somebody's in his ear. Oh, he tweeted at you or? No, it's just out. Okay. Uh, this past week, I posted a tweet that I subsequently deleted. I issued an apology, but not everyone saw it. So I am reposting my apology here. As a Christian, I want to be a force for love to everyone. Something grace. A force for healing and reconciliation, not for animosity. Oh, and by the way, the Jews have a weather machine. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he I saw a tweet yesterday. I responded to it in the wrong way. As a Christian, I should I should speak in love in the ways that are caring and helpful. I find I feel doing I'm deeply sorry. Tony, you regularly go to anti-gay and LGBTQ uh things. You regularly go to hate rallies. What are you but talking about? Wait a minute. About? Is he referring to the litter box tweet? Yes. So he saw it. So he's okay. Um, I saw a tweet. Saw and I responded tweet, to it in the wrong way. I responded to it in the wrong way by by pushing misinformation. Like it, there's more to it than just oh, I I just yeah. I miss I said the wrong words or the I first comment, Rex Chapman. <laughs> what was wrong about it? Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, tell us. <laughs> What do you think was wrong about it? Was it people's reaction to it that was wrong? Or yeah, yeah. What are you talking? He didn't even mention that it was the litter box thing. You know what, Tony? The math is not mathing. No, not on this one. <laughs> not on this one. Absolutely. Tell not us, math. Tony. What was wrong with it? Yeah, he's just stop digging. Yeah. So shout out to Lee Hut. They still got a. They still got an Instagram page. They still got videos of turkey bones being pulled clean out of a of a pile of meat basically mm-hmm. let's all pass the hat have a GoFundMe for a turkey like hut we can Why raise a million dollars <laughs> we can raise 1.288 million 583 dollars 12 cents we can raise I exactly we can. That i think we can pull that i think we can do that i think all we, we ask for is just a few turkey legs in return. And I don't think that's too much to ask for. No, I, you know, just ship them to us from gold belly or something. Tony finna be on television. That's what his ass is worried about. Somebody's like, you better get, you better get ahead of this. Yeah. Someone said, yeah, I got to, you know, you better get ahead of this to say something. Uh, we're going to have to let you go. <laughs> How vague is that? I saw a tweet and I responded to it in the wrong way. What was wrong Christian. with it? I what was the tweet love. about? Also, that tweet where he was talking about the litter boxes, he wasn't using hateful language. No. He was just saying, oh, it turns out they're using litter boxes. Crazy, huh? You know, it wasn't like, yeah. he says, I should speak in love in ways that are yeah. caring and helpful. Now, that's a lie. <laughs> it's a total lie. Yeah. You know, but you're right, Keith. He is going to be on with Keith with uh, Michelle Tavoya. <laughs> we'll be right back together again. To whom it may concern. Yeah. <laughs> I want to clear the air by muddying the air even more. Yeah. Right. Here's his tweet. He said, that's nothing. Some school districts are putting litter boxes in school bathrooms for the students who identify as cats. Very important to address every student's needs. That was not ask you a question. Any sane person, if somebody told you that, would you believe that if someone said that to you? Would you, if somebody just told you, you know, to put litter, but I'm sorry, what did you say? Um, this this today i was today years old when i found out about this yeah why would i believe that 
why would I believe anybody who came up to me and said that to me? Don't I don't think you know what the fuck you're talking about. Do you about. know how many times I have pulled out my phone and Googled something right in front of the person who said it to me? <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I'm gonna do a little research while we're talking face yeah. to face. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Yeah, we do that all the time. Like you have a computer in your pocket, Tony. <laughs> Fact check each other. And then we premise it like, huh. That sounds made up. If only there was a way. Right. We could check and see. But I the wish there was is, a way I could do The whole time research. you're giving him the side eye. But his, <laughs> his, research, his phone, this is where his research took him because he's in that right. silo. Yep. So what he's getting is confirmation that this is true from all yeah. these right wing. Even politicians have said that this is true. <laughs> and kids are getting litter boxes. And somehow that's also against trans people. Like it, it all goes back to trans, even though there's some kid who allegedly wants to use a litter box because they identify as a cat. It's yeah, now has nothing at all to do with trans people. Right. <laughs> kind of like how Hillary was running a children's sex ring out of a pizza shop. Yeah. With, with yeah. no basement. Here in D.C. with no basement. <laughs> yeah. Let me down there. There is no down there. Uh, still, though. Yeah, so they'll believe whatever they want to believe. It, it'll just maybe two more clicks, and he'll get to some some bullshit that affirms his his ridiculous worldview. The Jews have a weather machine. What? Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, Jesus Christ! So Ed Reed is now coaching at Bethune Cookman. Not anymore. Did they cut him? They never. Uh, here's the today. Well, I think literally today the story came out. I didn't know that. Henry, all right, I'm gonna pull Harry up the knows. video. <laughs> he jumped right in. Drive the truck, Curry. <laughs> Quit typing. <laughs> a video came out on social media on his social media where he talked about it, and then it's been talked about as well. I think there's a couple articles. This is a video he posted on, I think, Instagram. It's fucking ridiculous. Emmanuel Acho tweeted. A lot of people tweeted this video out earlier, and this is him talking. I guess addressing the team at Bethune Cookman that he is actually not going to be coaching. After playing in, what we started doing, young man? Motherfuckers! Yeah, I curse. And y'all done heard curse words before. And they got parents in here. And no, I don't want to leave. And like I told you, I want all these recruits. But they got some corrupt people in this world, some evil people that don't care about kids like I do. So I want y'all to hear the truth from me. I ain't withdrawing my name. I got the receipts. They got all kind of stuff going on around here. Hoarding these buildings with nothing but trash in them. You understand me? And Dion was right. And I know I'm right. And they got some people in here who be snitching to their ass. Snitching? And I work with much Judas as Jesus walked with him. Oh, no. Did you say he works with Judas? I ain't Judas? have a problem with it. Yeah, as Jesus walked with with him as well. Because mm. we'll, we'll we'll explain in a second, actually. Prevail, sir. And what God got for you, no man can take. Sir. Okay, so Ed Reed, former NFL safety, Hall of Famer, uh, was brought on to be the football coach at Bethune Cookman a week or two ago, not that long ago, and he immediately started posting Instagram videos at the school, talking shit about the school. Like, look at this yeah. shit. That that building over there, it's full of trash. And yeah, this my is, this office was full of trash. I'm like, and and he was start he was talking shit about. Brian the was right. They ain't got no money in this school. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Turns out 
he was still in negotiations for the contract. So just, we all kind of thought, oh, he's the next coach. Like we, they, they talked about it as though he was hired to coach Bethune Cookman football. Ed Reed, a Super Bowl champion, a nine-time Pro Bowl selection with the Baltimore Ravens, announced Saturday he will no longer be the head coach of Bethune-Cookman. Reed was tearful during a 15-minute goodbye in front of players and parents. He wasn't even there for 15 minutes. Nope. <laughs> We've been around here trying to change things, Reed said. My vision for change probably moving too fast for a lot of people. I'm not withdrawing my name, as they said. They don't want me here. They don't. They do not want me here because I tell the truth. Who snitched? Reed also tweeted an announcement that he detailed after weeks of negotiations, I've been informed that the university won't be ratifying my contract and won't make good on the agreement we had in principle, which had provisions and resources best needs to support student athletes. He was talking shit about the school while he was negotiating exactly. his exactly. contract. How are you going to do that? You think you're going to keep you? <laughs> I mean, what? That's ridiculous. I was committed to coaching and cultivating a relationship with the university players, community, and the fans. It's extremely disappointing this won't be happening, Reed said. Bethune-Cookman announced that school and Reed had entered an agreement in principle to be its 16th head football coach on December 27th. Its previous coach, Terry Sims, was fired in late November after going 2-9 and back-to-back seasons. Um, And the bigger context is this is on the heels of Deion Sanders' You know, mm-hmm. going to an HBCU and, you know, the, the push maybe to other coaches, other like famous football players will go and try to uplift an HBCU program. Which is fine. I'm with that. But listen, you got to bring in people who are qualified, man, and not just as coaches, <laughs> but are, are qualified as people. And a qualified person would know better than to go in and immediately start talking shit. Yeah, I'm gonna. I got some videos of him talking shit. I'll, I'll get those in a second. But it's fucking um, ridiculous. You haven't even had the job, and you're talking shit. Dion oh, has come to Ed of course. Dion's coming to his defense, of course. What's up, big bro? Hey, I love you, man. You know that, right? Yep. We talked about this. We talked about this. We know the structure. We know the order. We know. See, how- this is the thing. This is the bullshit I can't stand. This shit right here. So he had Dion on Instagram live while he was addressing the team. Right. That he when he was saying I'm no longer going to be coaching. And you've been there fighting. I know what you're feeling. I know what you they know the truth. You got to understand, Ed. God has a time and a place for you, my brother. Oh, okay. And I know your heart. I know everything that's going on inside of you. You know, I know you like a book. And I know how you feel about them kids, and I know you do not want to leave those kids. So I'm praying for you right now, man, because this is going to be the toughest thing you ever had to do in your life. Sometimes, Ed, you got to walk away, my brother. I know it's tough. I know you don't want to hear it. But sometimes in life, we got to walk away. Such bullshit. So we we just think we're going to ignore what Ed did. Okay. (laughs) All right. Here's a couple of videos that Ed reposted like um, a week ago or so. He posted two videos at least on instagram of him at the school talking shit about the school i've been munting and showing shit i chose not to but now i'm out here walking with the football team picking up trash but i'm mutting us man get out of here man i should leave i'm not even under contract doing this i'm mutting us man get out of here man so why is he mad that they oh, didn't- you should leave oh you gonna leave <laughs> 
Me, these motherfuckers ain't even. This is the worst job interview of all time. Yeah, you gonna leave already? Right. I shouldn't even be working here. Like we're interviewing you for the job, actually. Clean my goddamn office when I got here. I'm mutting y'all. Get your ass, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. All this shit here was trash in front of me. In front of me. Who you think got this shit cleared out? That building right there got trash in it. Trash. It's fucking trash. What are you talking about? I think at least right. at minimum, I th- I'm going to isolate the clip of him saying it's fucking trash. I think that'll come in handy later. Trash. <laughs> Ain't no goddamn donors to come out and help out because people just want money. It's fucking trash. What are you talking about? It's fucking trash. What are you talking about? I need no goddamn donors to come out and help out because people just want money. That's why I don't fuck with social network. Fuck out of here, man. And then he's mad they didn't hire him. This is another video he posted around the same time. Prime was not wrong about what he was saying. All y'all out there with y'all opinions, full of crap, don't know shit. But needless to say, I just pulled up to work. Listen to gospel music, by the way. um, We're going to try to help y'all too, man, because I know a lot of HBCs need help. I'm just here to help here first. I see it all too clearly. Because Ed knows the truth, all y'all. HBCUs need help. HBCUs need help. Ed knows the truth. And Ed they loves need the help kids. because of the people who's running it. It's broken mentality. So oh, Adrian James in the in the comments here. I'm stepping out. Out here. I'm going to leave y'all with that, man. I got to get in the office. Ask Chris. I hope y'all be blessed out there. 336, I see you, my bro. About to pull up in the office, bro. I got to get out here. My guy's already out here working. I've been here for a week and a half. I've been here for a week and a half and have done more than people that have been here in freaking years. How do they feel? They're the ones who are paying And you. I'm not even hired. People who, are, people who are paying Damn. That's like... And I'm not even hired yet. Yeah. And talking shit, and that's why you're not hired now. Yeah, it's like telling your girl you hate her, and they're like, "Why are you leaving me?" Dumbass. <laughs> this is the worst job interview of all time. Okay. Imagine going live during the interview and telling every, telling the whole world how much you hate this place that you want to work for. Right. Yeah. Of course. I don't even know what the terms of the contract were going to be. How many thousands of dollars they were going to pay him? Probably not even millions at this point because it's a. No, they pay him. They pay him what they can afford. They're, they're, he was going to get six figures, but it wasn't going to be a, a large six figure sum. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. They're going to pay him what they can afford. But this is what happens when you hire these guys who don't really have any coaching experience, you know, and you're hiring them. And I understand why you're hiring them. If you want to call it stunt casting, that's fine. But he, he knows football. So. If you're trying to, if you if you're an athlete, and you want to play in the NFL, then yeah, you want to probably listen to a guy like Ed Reed, you know, and stuff like that. But it doesn't sound like what he knows about. First of all, he doesn't know anything about HBCUs. That's number one. I don't think he went to one. 
That's number one. He went to Miami, I think. Yeah, number two. He's just parroting what he's heard about HBCUs. He doesn't know anything about them, but he's parroting what he heard from Dion, who's also parroting what he heard from some white ring, white right wing site. Probably this is what HBCUs, which is not true. Um, and then you repeat these things, and it brings down HBCUs. I'm not bringing you to my school. I'm not doing that. Why would I do that when I can go hire some? Some college coach who's making the natural progression, some college coach. Now, is that going to bring eyes to my program? Not immediately, but if this coach starts winning, it will. Yeah. After those videos went viral, the original ones, he later apologized, saying his language and tone were unacceptable as a father, coach, and leader. It ain't your language and your tone. It's the shit you're talking about, man. It's a substance. The shit you're talking ain't, ain't <clears throat> you just talking to anybody listening, man. What are you talking about? Language and tone. Don't nobody give a fuck about your language and tone. Talk some real shit. It. That's like you go, you go interview for a job at Apple, and they're like, well, "Why do you want to work at Apple?" You're like, "I don't want to work in this fucking dump. Fuck this right. place." Exactly like, okay, well, I guess, uh, I guess the interview is over then. Yeah, I guess it's over. <laughs> are you live streaming the interview? What you, what's wrong with you? And I wonder. I guess he was there. They say it's for twenty five days. I guess did he not get paid for any of those twenty five days while the contract was still not a contract? Yeah, he wasn't an employee yet. Yeah, he was just driving around a golf cart picking up trash. <laughs> He's just—I've been—I've had a lot of schools have a weird guy on a golf cart who just picks up trash. He was just that guy with Zoom Cookman for two and a half, three weeks, three and a half weeks. I don't know, man. I, I feel like there's there are better ways to do this. Number one, just keep quiet. <laughs> just, you don't have to That's say the anything. First thing. If there are problems at the school and maybe there's a systemic issue that you think dates back to years before you were there, then address it at the school with the people at the school. Why are you telling Instagram? Instagram can't help you. They can't help you pick up trash at Bethune Cookman. Go to the administration and say, what's all this building full of trash? What is this? It's his whole desire for attention and likes and social media right. engagement. Like you don't even. Which is why they hired him. That's part of the reason why they hired him, because that's going to bring eyes to Bethune Cookman. But they don't want these eyes. Yeah, well, that's the thing that they, they were. I guess the expectation is that he would only kind of be positive about the school that's paying right. his salary. Right. We're and bringing uh, you in, this is going to be a good thing. Now, uh, Roland Martin was praising him like these schools do have these type of problems. I'm like, mm, do they, Roland? You don't see how it's bad. J Jason Johnson gave a break, a great breakdown, our brother from another, about how this is pretty fucked up. You doing this, Ed? There's a there's a there's sometimes a fine line between tough love and just hate. Yeah. And sometimes it can feel like hate. And for the people who are at that school who may have spent yeah. years trying to fix the problems, they're just going to feel like this guy's hating on our school. Yeah, as Jason Johnson was saying, you know, HBCUs gave black people an opportunity where other schools wouldn't give black wouldn't give their those kids an opportunity, right? Right. They gave black teachers an opportunity, they gave black and this is historical leading up to the present day, right? Okay, so this is exactly what you're getting. They're giving you an opportunity to coach when you've never been a coach before. Right. But they're giving you an opportunity. And a lot of that opportunity is coming from the fact that you're a black man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so then you turn around and shit on him, and he's and then, bringing and then something. You will, you will put that onto. Well, this is how these black schools do. Like, man, fuck you. 
He's <laughs> bringing something too. Him and Dion are bringing their fame, which brings visibility, right? right. And which cachet, is the point. and recruits, <laughs> right? So it's a mutual thing. Let's work together to build this whole situation right. up. I'll build up my coaching resume. You'll build up the visibility of your school. Right. Money will flow in, hopefully, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the way he was talking is almost like similar to the way Ray Lewis talks. Uh, you know, clean up your own house type shit. And mm-hmm. they obviously played together. They're both very religious. Maybe it's just a football thing where you just talk like that. It's all about calling things out and and I don't know. But nobody cares about anybody cursing. No, no, that's just not a that's not a job yeah. interview. That's not how you ingratiate <laughs> yeah. yourself. <laughs> it's the shit that you if I'm the AD, you come in my office. The f- how the fuck do you think I'm gonna keep you in this position? How the fuck do you think that happens moving forward now? How? How, Sway? How? Okay, so the next interview question. Tell us about a time that you overcame an obstacle. I had to yeah, walk over all this good. That's fucking all right. could trash. You, could you, excuse me for a second here, Tanya. Yeah, how the fuck <laughs> do you I had to walk over to keep you in this job? All this fucking trash. I went live too. I overcame a lot. My my connection was weak. I was on I was on 3G for a while. I overcame yeah. that shit. To talk shit about your school on Instagram. Yeah. How the yeah. fuck do you think this is happening? <laughs> you know? How the fuck I can't hire you now. Right. And I'm not going to hire you. You know, I'm just I'm not going to hire you now. I can't. I can't sell you to the fucking alumni. Are you fucking crazy? He hadn't signed the contract yet. Now every other HBCU when they when they present a contract they got to have the Ed Reed keep your fucking mouth shut clause. clause in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every school now you understand this Ed Reed keep your fucking mouth shut clause. You know what that's about, right? Right. <laughs> okay. The Ed Reed fire clause. you in a second. <laughs> you run your fucking mouth. You're on an Ed Dr. Reed program. Doctor April, you'll be the fuck out of here. <laughs> run your fucking mouth. <laughs> they call the Ed Reed probationary period. Yeah. <laughs> Until that contract is ratified, you can't. In fact, even after it's ratified, you can't say right. shit about the school. You got to be rah, rah, yeah. rah about the school. You know, How you talk get shit new... about the funding. These schools are traditionally underfunded by the state who doesn't want to give them money, you know, and it is statistically known that a black alumni give more money to their schools than alumni from PWIs do. How and do you uh, how do you attract a five star recruit? When you're going around campus saying, look at all the trash around here. You don't. You know, you you're don't. supposed to sell the place. By the way, part of your part of your training is going to be cleaning up trash. You ready? <laughs> right. <laughs> you're going to be on trash detail. You ready? You don't. Check my Instagram. A lot of trash around school. <laughs> now, I would ask the AD, what's up with all this trash? I would <laughs> ask the AD that. <laughs> Why is there trash everywhere? By the right. way, this is the conversations we have in behind closed doors. This is not conversations. <laughs> hey, you say the AD, how am I supposed to recruit people with trash? Yeah, all over I the can't place? recruit people here if you're going to have, if we're not going to have, we don't need top life flight facilities, but they at least got to be clean. Right. I mean, which is a valid point, but to go out on social yeah. media. And, yeah. now, and now you definitely ain't getting no recruits. Right. No, it just doesn't seem mutually beneficial to him and the school to do it that way, because he needs to put himself in the best position to to win football games. Right. You know, you're scaring off recruits. You're just, you're. It's kind of a joke. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I I don't think Ed Reed has coached anywhere else before this. Maybe on a high school team. I don't know. I don't know what his 
experiences, but he's fired. I don't think know. he has really any college. He hasn't really coaching. I never heard of it, but then neither did Dion. So. That's where by now it's like, well, you know, you can be a successful college coach because everything I said about Dion, though, he was coaching in the pros. He was coaching, basically. He was a right. coach around. And uh, Dominic Foster said that about Ed Reese. Ed Reese is the smartest player he's ever known, bar none going away. And and Dominic Foster is a very cerebral guy. He's, like, he's usually the smartest player I've ever known. So he was hired in 2016 as a defensive backs coach for the Buffalo Bills. Okay. How long and- did he last? Uh, one year must have had trash somewhere around that office. Or something that they <laughs> changed coaches. New coach Sean McDermott brought in oh, a new okay. coaching staff. Uh, he had Rex Ryan as his coach when he was there for a year. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then the next coach probably was, likes fiery dudes. Yeah, I like I like that guy. Yeah, I mean, he reunited him with Rex Ryan because I think Rex Ryan had coached him before. Yeah, when he was with the Ravens years before. So. Yeah, just you know, job interview tips. Go to go to uh, one of those job interview websites and and read up on how how to interview, how to impress your employer. Fucking ridiculous. Your potential employer. Fucking ridiculous. I can't tell you what to say, but I can tell you what not to say. Yeah. <laughs> you might not want to go live and call the whole place trash. Yeah. Ridiculous. I can't believe they didn't sign me. Stop bringing God into it. Can you just stop that, please? (laughs) Well, you know, he walks with Judas, just like Jesus did. (laughs) Just like Jesus did. Judas has betrayed him. Judas being the uh, the live button on Instagram has betrayed him. (laughs) And there's also a snitch in his midst. (laughs) He was talking about snitches in that thing. Yeah, because that's what's important. I'm from Baltimore. We didn't snitch. <laughs> All right. Who snitched? Uh, we followed you on Instagram, Ed. Oh, my bad. Who snitched and said I was talking shit about the school? Uh, you did, actually. You did. Yeah, you, you snitched yeah. on yourself. I feel like that's a pretty good place for us to get out on. Uh, he fumbled the bag so hard. Fida, you seem, Fida, this is my first time seeing your face. You seem familiar. Are you the young lady? I'm talking to Fida in the chat room. Is, are you the young lady who has the her own podcast at, at a university? Whose mother is also a listener? Nope. No. Okay. She said it quick, too. So, no. <laughs> you look very young in your in your profile shot, by the way. As do all of you ladies. <laughs> ladies look at all the young yeah. ladies in the chat I can't today remember which uh shout out to all the the young but of age ladies yeah, in the young chat but of age ladies yeah i see so you look you remember that young lady who had a, they had a podcast a little podcast yeah yeah, the, 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 yeah they were all in college yeah university podcast yeah they were like yeah. uh it's like four or five of them sitting on the couch yeah yeah and they were yeah. trying to do it up we support we support kids. Y'all know that. <laughs> Not enough to remember the name of their podcast. Yeah. But no, we no. do support them on some level. <laughs> I know. We heard it that way. <laughs> it's not a podcast that would be for us. That's the thing. It's for it's for the children. It's for the youth. Right. <laughs> it's for, it's, it's for the, the youth. whole podcast is them going around their college and pointing out all the trash. Yeah, exactly. That's what people do now <laughs> on social media. Trash. Look at that trash over there. <laughs> on social media. Like, hey, look, hey, welcome to the trash report. <laughs> Welcome to Trash Guys On. Here we are, everybody. 
fucking ridiculous. Yeah, now he now it's and it's going to be some shit about how it's it's HBCU's fault once again. It's Black folks' fault. Who snitched at yeah. Bethune Cookman? Who snitched? You did. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorant ass. I walk with Judas as Jesus yeah. did. Is Judas your alter ego that made you go on air and do this shit? <laughs> what me? I'm bipolar. Right, I'm my own Judas. You know who snitched? Motherfucker, you. He's you know what's you know what's, you know what's fucked up too about this this video that he posted. I'll put it, I'll pull it up again. He's. I mean, it's, I guess it's not fucked up as much as it is ironic. He's wearing a a hoodie that says "boss" on the front. Yeah. Yeah. On the day he got fired, it says, it says X on the back. <laughs> Former boss. <laughs> Permanent vacation. Walk with Judas. <laughs> Raphael says the next Coke Daniels movie, Walk with Judas. <laughs> a reference Judas to Monday's podcast. Walks. I like how they're recommending Emmanuel Acho to you. <laughs> no, I think I just looked up the video and his was the first one yeah. that, were, that was in the feed. Oh, okay. Um, because RG3 posted a shorter version of it. I follow RG3. And I wanted a longer version. So Emmanuel Acha His response is one of the most impassioned I've ever heard. Yeah, it's stupidest. <laughs> Reed clearly Reed loves these kids. These Does kids. he love them, Emmanuel? Dumbass. He loves these kids. I mean, he, he might. Kids. But it's not about whether he loves the kids. It's about how he handles the job of being a head coach. You know? Right. You can love the kids from the stands. Exactly. You know, like, you know, I've been here for, I've bonded with you guys over the course of 25 but Emmanuel days. Acho, but Emmanuel Acho would be on that same shit too, the, the blame black people, because that's basically what Ed was doing. They'd be on that same shit too. There's a white Judas in our midst. Hmm. So I want y'all to hear the truth from me. I ain't withdrawing my name. I got the receipts. They got all kinds of stuff going on around here. Hoarding these buildings with nothing but trash in them. You understand me? And Dion was right. And I know I'm right. And they got some people in here who be snitching to their ass. What? <laughs> Not working once Judas as Jesus walked with him. I don't even understand. How, <laughs> look, and maybe the school is fucked up and there's trash in all these buildings and people in charge are not taking care of it. But the reason you don't have a job is because you went live and aired out their dirty laundry publicly. That's my opinion anyway. I mean, who knows what the real reason is, but it's not because of anything about snitches and Judas and all that other stuff. It's mm -hmm. It's just simply they can't you can't stay there if you're going to do this. Nope. And I work amongst Judas as Jesus walked with him. And I ain't have a problem with it. Because even Jesus prevailed. Yeah, but he clearly loves his kids. No man can take. Even Jesus prevailed. Uh, Reggie said, how come he didn't vet the school school before he took the job? I guess, yeah. Because like, that school should be grateful for having him there. That's what he was thinking. That school should be grateful for having him there because they're just a shit little HBCU and they should be grateful that he's there. That's what he was thinking. I promise you that. I promise yeah. you that. They said the contract wasn't ratified. I don't know if he signed that it. And it, it school a, needs, that school needs him. He don't need them. Fuck yeah. 
probably a process to ratify it after you sign it because the school has to right. sign off on it. And that hadn't completed yet. Right. Yeah, the Board um, of Regents needs to approve. Well, they're not going to His statement says Bethune-Cookman University has been, has been working with my legal team to craft contract terms with the language and resources we knew were needed to build a successful program. It's my desire to not only coach football, but to be an agent of change. Um, however, after weeks of negotiations, I've been informed that the university won't be ratifying my contract and won't what make good. What is all this change they want to bring about? This is what I'm trying to figure out. What is all this change that HBCUs need? What is it? Tell me specifically money. what this change is. I think it's money. I think it's is that the change? improved facilities. I mean, it's probably across the board. Okay. Do we know that for sure that they need all this change? Because everybody keeps talking about change. We want to change, change HBCUs and stuff like that. Okay. What change? What? I imagine they brought him in to make a splash. So maybe they needed a big thing to happen there. Whatever that big thing is. I mean, maybe they were hoping it was a, a Dion type situation, which did bring a lot of probably money to the school uh, that hopefully will get spent properly. Um, he says that the university won't be ratifying my contract and won't make good on the agreement we had in principle, which had provisions and resources best needed to support the student athletes. You mean the agreement that wasn't signed yet? Quit trying to put it on student athletes, man. It's about you. <laughs> I think maybe what they're thinking is that they're trying to, they look at the D1 schools and they see how much money the football programs are generating. Yeah. So they're trying to jump on that bandwagon and generate the money. But what they're not seeing is that the D1 schools, only a handful of the D1 schools are generating tons of money. The other schools are struggling in their football and athletic programs. And I don't think they see that situation. So they see the Alabamas, they see the Georgias, they see the, hell, even A&M, because A&M has deep oil well money. A&Ms, they see those schools and they see how the millions, close to billions of dollars that the school is pulling in. And so they're thinking, okay, if we can get our football program up and running like that, maybe we can start pulling in that big money. What's the easy way to pull in some of that big money? Get you a big name former big name coach coach to come in and coach at the school, and then all the kids would be like, "Oh shit, I get to go play for Showtime! Right. All right, I'm gonna go. Right. I'm gonna go play over there. I'm. I get to go play for. I bet if Ray Lewis were to say, "Hey, I want to be a coach," somebody's gonna be like, "Come on." Well, again, of course. that's what Jason Johnson was saying. Dr. Johnson was saying is that these HBCUs will give black people an opportunity. What's the payoff for them, though? You know, do you stay? Deanna was the one who said he wanted to elevate HBCUs. He said that. Yeah, he did say that. You but know, he said that. And then Deanna, he said God told him to go to Colorado. Okay, so yeah. God wants God wants a bigger tithe. Yeah, that Dion used the HBCU as a jumping off point to get to D1 football. Right. Bypassing the yeah, step, you just don't want to be a coach. You don't want to go through the steps. That's all. So this is your well, wait, uh, you're, you're over here snitching. Uh, you can't be snitching on Dion like that. You know, somebody's in our midst <laughs> no, snitching. Right. There's a Judas that we walk amongst. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's and Ed Reed. It, it, maybe it was a vanity hire for him too. 
a, a resume builder, a stepping stone. It probably is for, for a lot of people. Um, but people, but Dion made it sound like it wasn't a, a stepping stone vanity. Hire. There are a lot of, yeah. And there are a lot of people. Eddie George is still touching the HBC. He ain't trying to leave. Right. He's more than happy, <laughs> you know, coaching an HBCU. So don't say you're here for the programs and then you're here for the kids and then, and then bounce. Yeah. You know, cause you're not. You know, I think it was Bomani was like, that's a, that's a 10 year, that's a 10 year commitment. If you, I'm going to turn these things around, you better be renewing just about 10 years to invest at least about 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you didn't even win any, you didn't even win your bowl games. <laughs> you know, both seasons, highly successful seasons, you get to your bowls, you lose in the bowl game. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, it takes time. And Dion right. had overall success. But yeah, it's, if you're talking about changing a whole system and a whole culture, it's not yeah, it's not an overnight thing. And Even if there is the, trash everywhere, the people there, yeah, it's not going to take a day or a week or a month to fix that trash situation, whatever that that was. But if you are there in good faith, you're going to try to work with the school to get that done. Yeah, get whatever yeah. you can done. But here's my thing: Are there any before pictures? Of- no. No, weirdly, no. Because I'm like, I he's I just cleaned this up. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, okay, prove that that you cleaned this up. What was what did it look like before? Because normally, if I'm going to like what we did when I was in uh, college and we worked on the beach and we did beach cleanups, we would take a picture of the entire beach first, right? Of how it looked, and then we would take an after picture. I'm like, weirdly, you didn't do that. And then he's complaining, that building over there got trash. Here. Well, take your camera over there. Let's go see what that trash looks like. Right. Yeah. Weirdly, he didn't do that. Why not? Uh, what, what, what What? are you talking about? This trash situation. I don't, yeah. Well, he was trying to be respectful. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going to call him out like that, you know. Post, post no, not of the trash. like that. Or you post a picture of like the trash bags or the full dumpster that you just filled up, you know, yeah, some something, <laughs> something like that. He didn't think about that. He was busy uh, trying to identify the Judas he walks among. Ain't about whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck I mean, every, every time I move, mm-hmm. when I move all the boxes into my new place, I take a picture and be like, yeah, I got a lot of shit I got to do. Yeah. And then I'll take an after picture of like, yeah, I got everything put away. Yeah. Right. You know? And that's just moving. I mean, like you, you're moving into your new office. Wouldn't you do, I do that at work. They give me yeah. a new office. I'll take a picture of my new office with all the sh- stuff just everywhere. And then, Oh, look, finally moved in and settled. Didn't do any of that shit. Fuck that dude, man. As, as Greg is saying, fuck that dude. <laughs> fuck that dude. All right, y'all. I'm gonna bring this one home. I gotta I should got a gig tonight. Oh yeah, it's the early show too. Yeah. I'm about to go take a shower. So thanks for coming in, chat room. We appreciate y'all as always. Always good to see your faces. Tanya, the only one who wanna show us a little bit of something, but the rest of y'all, you know, Raphael, I see you. <laughs> Raphael the Conqueror. You oh, know. he's got is that an Arabic on your hat? Does it say Brooklyn in Arabic? Is that what it says? Mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome to Brooklyn. Carrie out the truck. 
thank God, because he was typing while he was driving. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he does all the time. Come on back on Monday. Doing. Be sure to check out Drunk Black History with Brandon Collins. Check that out. Come up in February. Go to the Eventbrite and search for it. You'll see it. Yeah. Drunk Black History with Brandon Collins. Okay, and check that out. Brandon Collins spelled exactly the way it's and freeloaders. That was on the Monday episode. Right. So Brandon was know on about that. Y'all, y'all fucking it off. So. Fucking freeloaders. Y'all come on back Monday. We'll be here for y'all. Hope y'all enjoy today's podcast. We're gonna take it home. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Brother Mark. We got three guys on, and there's a line of sighting. And we are out. <laughs>